0: You're now about to witness the STRENGTH of Geek Knowledge. Hello welcome, that's right. One last time, you're trapped in Nerd Cage Live. This ain't just a reaction show, but a debate show and a live discussion on everything that makes people like you and I tick. So thank you for joining us on one last spoiler discussion of The Boys Season 3 Finale! Please hit that like button and subscribe I'm your co-host, J Saint Motherfucking, Whoa! G! Coming to you live from your truly the land of Tom Cruise, Syracuse, New York. And always among us, our moderating troll hammer, who's about to get promoted. It is Joe from Fall One Gaming. What is poppin', my dude? Oh boy. Are you ready for an epic spoiler discussion of
1: the boys with our very own tabmop 99 and the Pretty Guardian and
0: Kush is on his way? Hopefully, Kush <laughs> is on his way. We don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah, He's well, supposed to be we'll here.
0: Maybe He's he'll a- turn up. But, <laughs> but, yeah, my body's ready. I hope everybody else's body's ready because there's a lot to get into. A lot. Oh, my God. I can't believe but Before we get started, Joe, who do we got in the chat, motherfucker?
1: Oh, the chat is loaded tonight. We have Paul Tackett in the chat. We got Scott Bannock,
0: Shay Smithers,
1: and Josh from Movie Aficionados. us. Yes.
0: <laughs> we got a party tonight. Oh, my God. I cannot believe everybody's here on a goddamn Sunday. So here's what we're going to do, just like we do this normal routine here. We're going to go around in a circle. All right? and then like they're gonna plug themselves in and give their general thoughts on the episode and I guess the season overall. And we'll start (coughs) with the mighty Mortal Kombat man from Florida, the leader of the MK community, Tabmonk 99 man, how's it going?
2: Hey, what's going on guys? This is Tabmok99. Uh, Thank you guys for having me on. It's always a blast to be here discussing the boys. Um, I'm the Mortal Kombat Lore Master. You can follow me at youtube.com slash tabmok99. You can also find me at Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at the same username, tabmok99. Like I said, always a pleasure to be here discussing the boys. And the season three finale did not disappoint. It was a spectacular end. Way to return to the status quo and yet also find a way to keep the story moving forward. Loved it. Can't wait to hear what you guys think about it
3: very
0: well said and of course joining us once again it's the always lovely the prettiest of guardians how are you tonight
3: i am doing so well thank you for having me i'm excited to be rocking around in the nerd cage talking about the season three finale of the boys if you are into gaming videos or that sort of thing, you can check me out over at youtube.com prettyguardian. I have a new video debuting this Friday, July 15th at 6 p.m. PST. So definitely check that out. But back to the boys, the season three finale, I'm with you 100% Tadmock. It definitely did not disappoint. A lot of the character arcs did do that sort of interesting thing where the characters kind of ended up back where they started at the beginning of the season, but maybe having kind of discovered something about themselves or had a little bit of personal closure. And, you know, there's one scene in particular with Queen Maeve that I'm really excited for us to talk about. So, you know, let's jump in and have this conversation because I'm here for it
0: absolutely and uh we're still we're waiting on kush again uh he he's probably sleeping (laughs) but we're gonna uh go over the joke joe i want to hear your general thoughts on the season on the season finale and of course yes we're taking our break but when i get back from chicago we're gonna game right so tell him about the two games we're gonna play and go ahead and dish it out my dude
1: all right when jay gets back every tuesday we will be starting our playthrough of Bayonetta, which is a game that neither one of us had played, so that should be a wild ride. Every every Friday, we will be playing the original God of War. G O W. Hell yeah. (laughs) As for the boys, this was an epic finale. Uh, So many things to talk about, so many different character arcs in this that, you know just went in directions none of us could have predicted. Kind of shot down my prediction didn't happen. But that aside, still a wild ride, still great. And I loved it.
2: (laughs) Yes. Very well. A lot of us have made predictions on this stream, on the Nerd Cage. Uh, A lot of our predictions have come true. Don't hold out hope yet. I mean, don't give up hope yet, J- Joe. Hold out hope because maybe season four will reveal something about Super Sonic Man.
0: Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Joe will always hold out hope in his heart. Um, so I absolutely love the season finale. The show doesn't disappoint my god i cannot wait for season four even though it'll probably be at least a year probably two years before we get season four but oh my god everything is set up for season four to be goddamn epic and the way some of these characters went out the way the so many story arcs ended and how it sets up other shit god i fucking loved it what what oh my god it just keeps turning itself on its head every fucking time and it's so great now listen before we go any farther I just wanted to say a big thank you to everybody who's been supporting us on Live these past two years and this new era, it's gonna be fucking awesome, but we did put out one last video before we take our break and so I'm asking if you haven't seen it already, oh, looks like Hub is here hold on, let me bring the Hub in real quick, so I just gotta do some switcheroo here hang on, hang on, bear with us people, bear with us
2: I see his avatar.
0: Yep, 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 yep. And then I just gotta boot the Alright uh just there so you hope just so you know, we are live, just so you know. Odds. Oh, it's it's Kush on location. <laughs> oh yeah, hold on. On the uh
2: He may be yeah. having some audio issues.
0: Okay, while he's getting himself fixed up, I'll just uh Again, just want to just bring, uh, just want to say that we put out one last video. It's our Mount Rushmore of action stars. So by all means, please check out the video if you haven't already, and if you have seen it, please share it with you know people who you think would like it. Um, you know, we had fun making it, and of course, we had a lot of great contributors to the video. And yeah, so please share that everybody you know and if you haven't seen it be sure to check it out when you, we uh finish up the stream tonight um, it was such a good video thank you very much oops looks like we uh hold on looks like we lost so let me fix this real quick he didn't look like he was sleeping yeah so Sleepwalking, baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right. So so yeah, Mount Rushmore, check that out and let's see. Okay, go. We're all fixed up here. Um, yeah, the
2: ending of that um, Mount Rushmore video was so funny.
0: Yes! And Joe was alive. Don't worry. I didn't actually blow him up as, as much as I wanted to. But yes. I mean, it was just make believe. I pulled him out of another realm. <laughs> um but yes, uh the boys was Phenomenal, and I'm really, really excited to dish it out here. Hopefully, Kush makes it back in. Um, so yeah, we so we know he's lurking. Um, all right, so Joe, where do you want to start? Uh, I think we'll start right at the beginning where
1: uh, Homelander had that moment with his son. Yes, right there.
2: There is some awesome stuff going on in that scene, Joe. My favorite was it was very subtle, but when uh, Homelander tells Aunt Gracie to drop her phone, how he can hear her clumsy fingers fiddling with it. He was burned by that smartphone stuff not too long ago. He wants to make sure he doesn't get busted yet again.
1: Exactly. (laughs) I totally agree. And That uh, incident
2: was fresh on his mind, you could tell.
1: Oh, yeah. And that that just heartfelt moment with him and his son, you know, as much as you want to hate him, he is coming around to being kind of a decent father you know i mean he's got he's rough around the edges for sure but he does love
2: his son and that's that's something yeah. he found the words that his son needed to hear
3: yeah you know and that's one of the things that i thought was interesting about that scene is in a way ryan has been being primed for this moment he lost his mother he had those feelings of abandonment from butcher the way that they kind of had their last interactions and now like the one person in the world who's kind of giving him that unconditional love that every child needs also happens to be homelander which you know that's his father but probably not the if you had one person to be in your support team, I, I would hope it would be somebody a little more stable than him. Well put.
1: However, I, I, I do, I did uh, I did pick up on the fact when he's like, you know, it's not your fault, right? Like he was like, how fucking dare you tell my son that it was
2: his fault, <laughs> you know? But, which is exactly, you know, to Pretty Guardian's point, that's exactly what but- Butcher told him. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and and obviously that played a big impact on the final fight and that ending too. Oh
2: yeah, yep. yep. Sure.
0: Absolutely. Yep, it
2: all tied together very well. Um, did you guys notice during the protests that uh, the Starlight supporters were saying "Me Too"? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. And and instead the- of hashtag Believe Women, it was Believe Starlight.
0: Yeah, you kind of get where they're going with the, you know, with the activist groups and the supporters, you know, the rallies, you know, it's, um, it's actually pretty, oh my god, like, I I don't know the good word for it, but it's just funny how, like, they're all, like, dressing up, like, you know, you see, like, the Homelanders dressing like Homelander cosplay, and, like, all the Starlight people are wearing white, and, like, oh my gosh, it's just... It's, it's crazy. The whole mob mentality and all that, it's it's absolutely fucking nuts.
2: Yeah, but they capture the sides you know pretty well. We, we see where they're going with it. I liked it. I'm looking in the chat. I can see Scott
1: is just dying to see Ryan get thrown off a roof
0: again. Oh my god. <laughs> I think we're going to see a little bit of that in the next season here. It looks like Kush is back in here, so let me let him in. Um, hang on, guys. Bear with me. Let me just get this that you waited
3: here it kind of saddens me to see the path that Ryan is going down with Homelander just yeah. because in the last two seasons he has been such a cute kid like he just wants to hang out with his family and make YouTube videos and it, I don't know it's it's sad to me that his his world is changing the way that it is.
2: Yeah, and not only that, but it's it's also sad to think about Butcher and how he made a promise to Becca, how this was never going to happen oh, to her yeah. son, you know, the whole thing. Um, Butcher can't let this happen. Like he can't let the kid become this monster. And you know? it's kind of Butcher's no. fault
0: too. It's like a lot of things Damn. is Butcher's fault. But hey, yeah. Kush is here, so uh, Kush, I want to give you the the floor for a minute here. Go ahead, plug yourself in, and. Give your general thoughts of the season finale. We were we're just getting started, so go ahead, man. Uh, unmute.
1: Uh, not yet.
4: Yeah, nothing. Yeah, you're not you're not muted on well, Zoom now. Yeah, Yeah. good. There you go. Alright, yeah, okay, so we're gonna stick with my webcam audio till I get my uh, actual mics up. First off, my bad, I thought I was gonna get out. I just saw Thor Love and Thunder. I thought I was gonna get out of the theater a bit earlier than I actually did, hence me being late. What happened to the cornrows? Oh, so basically when you get them, right, you get them for like a week, and you can't really wash your hair unless you want to mess them up and have them all come out of the braids. So I did not want to go more than like five days without doing that because like with my hair, I really like to keep it as clean as possible and it was getting annoying. All right, I'm going to take them out. I'm probably going to get him back like sometime this week because I did like the look. Uh, but yeah, so I apologize for that. Jay, thank you so well, much for uh, having me on, bro. Of course. Shout out to uh, Joe in here, mock and Guardian as usual. Um, How so- was Thor Love and Thunder? Be honest. You want me to be honest? Yes. When are you doing the, the, the panel or talk? Well, actually, no, you guys are going on break, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, we're going on break. That's what I'm saying. What ah, do you honestly think?
4: I haven't you know seen what? it yet. I'm planning on seeing it tomorrow. Try not to spoil it, okay, I'll give a very brief thought right now, and then, Jay, after the stream, I definitely want to talk with you about it. Okay. If, did you see it? No. I saw it. Uh, you saw it, Guardian? Yeah. So my brief thoughts, Uh, obviously everybody, if they have any type of social media, saw the like everybody's mixed reviews is what i describe it as. Regarding Love and Thunder, a good amount of those points were correct. I give the movie like a six out of ten. Ooh. I uh, I'm not story, surprised. You know what I'm saying? Like the story I can get I can not get as bad with. It. As I thought, um too. Yeah, like I could get with the story. I actually like where they go at some points, but a lot of the times during the movie, and I mean a lot, it feels like I'm watching a parody of Thor. And like
3: I physically I
4: first, cringed at a yeah, few parts. Like, yeah. at first, when, uh, because this this is really kind of a, a talking point that's gotten more popular, I'd say, in the past couple of years, which is that Marvel movies take themselves too unserious at times, and at first I was like, nah, people are just saying that because now it's the big thing and it's fun to hate on it, but since those past couple of years, you've you really noticed it. Besides Endgame and Infinity Ward, which made sense to have a serious sort of tone to them because, you know, their conclusions. When is the last time we did have a film that kind of took itself seriously? It's been a while. Yeah. So I felt a lot of times like I was watching a parody of Thor instead of a Thor movie. The dialogue, especially in the first half, it, it felt like it was just a bunch of one-liners rather than actual mm. dialogue. There's a lot of um, deus ex machinas in there. Like, basically things that kind of just happened to be there at the right time, if that makes any sort of sense, without any real explanation. And one of my like biggest pet peeves in any form of media, there's a lot of telling and not showing. Like, I mean, half of the movie is told, not shown, instead of you know, showing, not telling, whatnot. Um. Yeah, I don't want to get into more of it because then I'd actually be getting into spoiler territory. But like, what I will say, and it's credit. Visually, I thought it was incredible.
3: Like, it, it took us yeah. to fantastic places and showed us like really stylish and amazing fight scenes Which,
4: and stuff. Yeah, definitely um, give credit to them for that because yeah. uh, there was a couple screenshots I saw on Twitter that looked like, is this really from a $250 $50 million budget film? Uh, it showed in some parts, and then there's other parts where, I don't know if you already noticed it as well, but there's, there's, there's like a couple parts here and there where I'm like, all right, I could definitely see what, uh, like, VF, VFX people that, like, zoom in and, and analyze everything, they're like, yeah, this looks bad. Uh, but it, it did look, for the most part, a very beautiful uh, movie. So, yeah. Oh, right. um, man, you guys are going on break. I definitely want to. Like, we'll talk about it. After yeah, I,
0: I just, I didn't want to see it because I
3: hated uh Ragnarok. So that's why I was I know. like. So that's you're, you're I if you hated Ragnarok. Like, no. Don't jump in now. Thor is dead yeah. to you at this point.
4: That's, <laughs> and, and I don't want to make this a Thor stream, but Thor is one of my favorite Avengers, along with Hulk. And it, it saddens me every time I think about it that yes, those are the two made, characters they're, they're, they're that got done dirty characters. the most. They're silly yeah. characters
0: now, it makes me mad. It's
4: like, like I was like, and this was something I've been saying since Age of Ultron. I'm like, Thor should be the strongest guy up there. You know, like, the the asteroid thing that they were dropping? When I watched the movie, I'm like, bro, this man should be able to physically just lift that and take that out in space, bro. Like, they really powered him down. And then with Hulk, like, don't even get me started on Hulk. What is he now, bro? I, just I the love air. the Edward Norton movie. And I'm, I I'm biased. I like,
0: I love the Edward Norton I like movie. the Edward
4: Norton movie. Yeah. But uh, one thing I will say, a lot of the reasons that I like Ragnarok was that at least they showed what Thor's power can be. And then ever since Ragnarok, they kind of tore that. You remember how the point of Ragnarok is that the man doesn't need Mjolnir. Yeah. In Infinity War, he made Stormbreaker. I'm like, all right, I can get jiggy with it. I like it. Stormbreaker is that guy. And then he needs Mjolnir again in Endgame. Although you could make an argument that was more for character purposes. He just wants to see if he's worthy. But he needed it, we saw in the final battle. And that thing comes into question again. I know Guardian knows this. In Love and Thunder, I'm just like... What was the point of the entirety of Ragnarok in that sense? And also the way they deal with Mir and Stormbreaker is so cringe. I like I it was I couldn't bear to look at it. The way that it's gonna get into spoiler territory well, if I say is, more. You know, like, nobody everybody in the nerdcage here. Yeah <laughs>
0: people in the nerd cage nation Facebook group all nobody likes it. And same on twitter i feel like nobody in like in our immediate circle of nerd cage people d- like liked it
3: so i was like i loved it i was
0: I was. I was, I was ragnarok like,
3: um no um love and thunder loved it oh you loved I, it okay i i did um it there was a lot of humor all, all like almost to the point of like you were saying, like it felt like a parody of Thor and there mm-hmm. were points in it where it was actually uncomfortable to watch. I was like, okay, you guys, this is dumb. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like the strengths of the movie greatly outweigh that aspect. Um, I loved Natalie Portman as the mighty Thor. Like she looked buff. She looked amazing. Yeah. She
4: amazing. Although they could have done her better. In my They could have
3: done her better. Yeah. I agree with you on that too. Um, and I also think that Thor, like, He's visually interesting to watch in these fight scenes, not only because he's a handsome man, but because we don't really he's have also, big buff
4: superheroes yeah, like I was that. about like, to say, yeah, I, have, I feel like I'm a bit of old school, but I'm like, I kind of yes. want them to look right, big buff out of this world. And this, this is his best, like physically. I think this is the biggest. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the biggest been. he's ever been. And it's yes, like, noticeable. Which is one of the reasons I like Henry Cavill so much. Not to get off topic, because like that man puts in the work on his body to yeah. look part. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah, I guess let's get back to the boys, man.
0: There you go. So you got the three So you got two for one, people. We got the boys spoiler talk, and we got a non spoiler reviews from two different opinions in the case. Solid
4: six out of ten could be a seven, is what I'll give it. It's not terrible. The final act of the movie for me carried a lot of it. I'll say that.
3: Yes.
2: Well, you know, bringing it back to the boys now, uh, last week I was saying that one of the plot points that I was happy with. Was Mother's Milk and how he punched out, you know, Janine's stepdad, and now he felt bad about that. (laughs) And they really dwelled on that uh, for a little bit this episode. That was like a major plotline for him, you know, not for the overall show, but for him personally, at least that was his story arc. And he finally figured out, like, I gotta stop trying to keep this in. I gotta stop trying to keep it all bottled up. It's time for me to share with Janine what the truth is about what these superheroes are like. And, um, you know, That's a much more mature adult way to deal with things. Okay? Your daughter likes superheroes. You don't like superheroes, obviously. Now the stepdad is indulging her and taking her to Homelander rallies. Instead of punching him, just talk to your daughter and explain what the super really likes so that she knows. And um, who knows? Maybe the stepdad could learn a thing or two. He seems like he's a little far gone, but maybe
4: he could talk to him and reason with him too. You never know. I mean, he did... Cheer when he saw a man get killed in front of him. I don't know Tab mock He might be, he might be off the deep end with that one, bro. Yeah, I well, was, you know, yeah. it's
2: it's funny. That was a cool scene. That's a parody of Trump when he said, "I could shoot a man in Fifth Avenue and I still wouldn't lose supporters." Uh, so I saw what they were doing with that. It was funny. Um, I didn't even but, catch that. Okay, but to be fair, it didn't really have that much of an impact because. Back in season one, we saw Homelander kill uh, criminals like right in broad daylight. And then kids wanted to go and have their selfie taken with them. So to have him kill someone else and then everyone's still okay with it, it's, it's not the same impact that it would have had as if this was, I don't know, the first time he killed someone publicly. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but this is the first time he actually did it on civilians, not like criminals. On top of that, not somebody so- attacked his
2: son so there's a little bit yeah, of yeah like, but also I,
0: what i get from you don't that, attack I, know we're kids,
2: we're I, I jumping, do honestly, yeah we're jumping one them, that, but one thing that people are universally okay with is you don't attack kids i mean when you saw that was part of the finale when they attacked ryan there it was like that changes loyalties like butcher is is gonna turn on soldier boy because of that shit like you just don't hit kids man you just don't
0: you know what's really crazy though if, if, if ryan just left you know left soon enough and he, he never would have got attacked and they would have fucking got rid of homelander but i because, was thinking the same but thing because bro. he stuck around just to get hit by soldier, by soldier boy, boy that changed everything so like I was ryan ultimately deciphered the fate of the entire fucking boys universe. He did.
2: He did. But Jay, do you think Homelander was basically using his kid as a human shield?
0: No. He was trying to get him out of, of there. He wanted he was trying to says, you need to leave. Homelander grabbed him by I was I just rewatched it. He grabbed him by the shoulder and says, Listen, Ryan, you need to go. Like Yeah, you're right, you're right. He did is, say
4: that. This is what I'll say. Well, the thing I was wondering about the entire time after, you know, the loyalty started to change, the first thing upon my mind is not only Homelander, but Butcher. Why didn't Butcher just grab him and jump out the building, bro? And then you know jump back into the building because you know he was souped up on V at the time, or you know take him to another floor. Just just grab him and get him out of there. Let Soldier Boy, Homelander, duke it out. Then come back up. Uh, I, I, what part did you guys talk about so far? Just, we just we just
0: talked about. Where Homelander sees his son um, with Anne Grace. Yeah. By the way, Kush, I yeah. saw your tweets as as you were watching. I saw your tweets, how you freaked out at the end. That was great.
4: Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm going to save most of my energy for that uh, when we get to the end part. Yep. With, uh, with Ryan and Grace, though, man, uh, I guess I'll connect it to something that happened a little bit later, which was like when uh, Butcher got the call from Grace, I'm like, if this guy doesn't pick up this phone and Butcher being butchered does not pick up the phone, I was like, come on, man. Uh, but it definitely made me wonder does grace not have the number of like mm or something or somebody else on the team you know if, if you fail to get in contact with homelander uh home uh, not homelander with butcher get in contact with mm probably the most level-headed guy on the team and he looks to be out at most times the second in command right uh so i'm just like damn they they could have prepared for it but it is what it is you know, you're right. Grace seems to just
2: kind of go through Butcher, and that's the contact point, and she doesn't really seem to speak to the other team members directly. Yeah. Probably a mistake.
1: All right. Um uh, next thing we got on the list
2: was uh, when
1: Maeve actually got transported and broke out. <sighs> Pretty Guardian's
2: so favorite scene. I know that was, the, was, so that was something you wanted to talk about with Maeve.
3: Oh, I wanna talk about the fight between Maeve and Homelander. Yeah. What really did me in. Oh save that. Yeah. We'll save that. So we'll we'll save that for just a minute. Her breakout scene was all right.
4: Part of her getting out the van, yeah, I liked it. I love her breakout scene. And I love it even more than since we saw the Homelander versus Maeve scene because I feel like everybody, at least in the back of their minds, were thinking there's a distinct lack of Maeve just this entire season because she's been locked up for like the better half of like, I'd say 75% of the season, right? So it's like when I saw that, I was like, yes, they gave her some badassery to work with. And it was was a nice scene. It was like, no, it's... It was it was good man. I liked it and it was just a preview of what what happened later on. It you got really a, yes. you got a hint of her true power.
3: Yeah, that's true, you did get a hint of it. It annoyed me that Starlight never, like, mounted a rescue attempt for Maeve. And so I was glad when Maeve kind of slipped that in, like, your activist helped me and that was cool, but what would have been really cool is if you had busted me out. Yeah, so I'm, that I'm glad be that hard. she got that little dig yeah, in but there. Yeah, she didn't know that
0: she was, she asked her, like, where were you? I was only, I was like a couple of floors beneath you the whole time. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so. Hey. I like the plot point with A Train and his brother Nathan. And uh, Nathan yes! was
0: thank you. I was gonna bring cool. that up.
2: He was not cool with A Train's murder. Um, yeah. And he Luma. figured it out
0: too because he lied about it. Um, now I don't know if he like lied or just couldn't remember because he's still like fucked up from the hospital and the heart attack. But you know, but he's like you. You, you know, he's like you really killed him. He's like I don't want a murderer in my house. I don't want a murderer. You know. In front of my kids and all that like that was powerful then he you know then he you know he hit him and then he fell and like oh my god i'm sorry like yeah it it was just cool to see that his brother is like the level-headed one and the righteous one you know Um, i always wondered
2: how much did his brother know when his brother's coaching him and trying to help him be you know the fastest man alive or whatever like I was always at the back of my mind. Does he know how fucked up this guy is? What he did to Robin and what he did to Popclaw? how he kidnapped Huey's dad? Is Nathan <laughs> a party to any of this? And now we finally get a glimpse. Like no, no, Adrian kept that stuff. And his I brother. like liked
0: that line that, that he said, where he's like, "I want to see his mugshot on TV, not killed." Yeah, that was powerful. I thought that was absolutely fucking powerful, and I just and you know
2: what that resonates. There's a lot of truth to that. That's the way a lot of people feel when they want justice. They don't want street justice. They want true justice.
0: Exactly. So yeah, that that was good. That was a nice like character arc and like a yeah yeah. It was a nice character arc for his brother there, and, and it was heartbreaking too because you know he's probably not going to be able to walk ever again, and you know and you know a train was trying to do him right but it wasn't the right way so yeah i actually really liked that i'm it was it was it was a cool uh, story arc that they you know they kind of concluded i guess you could say
2: all that. of a train's wrongs are really catching up with him and he is just down and out and i was hoping there would be something with him with the finale but he was basically just out of the picture i mean you saw maybe we could jump ahead to that meeting that homelander
4: had um yeah with ashley with the deep, we D, we'd, we'd and have with to. A-Train. Before we jump there, we'd have to go to the noir, black noir. noir. Yeah. 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 Oh my Which, god! Can I? Can I just, You're right. Oh no, my god! That, that was black hard noir, to watch. That not was only was it watch. hard to watch, someone spoiled it. In the so chat let for us down. Last week. Really? Yes. yes. Me too, Kush. I, me too. Oh, I didn't know somebody spoiled it, but yeah, I'm with Guardian. I was like, I was so let down. I was like, this is what we get after all that buildup. He just goes down like a stack of bricks like like that's what we got you know what it made me feel like um and i hate to make this comparison i don't know if anybody um i would expect let me i don't know if anybody watched this uh game of thrones i would think that some of you might have since we're all like tv show oh, watchers, yeah. right what that reminded me of was the amount of build up we got for nor at least in this season and then the way he went out was so similar. The season 8 of Game of Thrones is just complete trash. We all know this. But it was so similar to when they finally fought, fought the Night King and he got killed with, like, one blade swipe by Arya. And I was like, that's exactly how Noir went out, bro. All that buildup to just go out with one punch. What was the point of that? I was so let down. It was- I, I mean, hope that way better. I'm like, they trying to drag
2: out his death as much as possible. You could tell he wanted a slow death.
3: Um, I, I thought, I, like, I thought like, it they was were- powerful.
0: We'll go yeah, go ahead, uh, Pretty Garden.
3: To me, it almost felt like they were just trying to remove some of the extra pieces before the big fight in the scene. Like, okay, we're gonna get rid of Black Noir real quick. We're gonna send the deep off over here. Like, I don't know. It. I'm I'm kind of with Push. Like they they spent so much time building up like his character and and why revenge would be so important to him. Like I, I don't. They could have done more with that. Like I, I didn't expect him to, him to live win. through the episode. Yeah. Right. Right, I I would have been fine with him dying, just you know he got sucker punched. Not only it that, it was it was the Superman
0: Joker injustice. justice I know. Except
4: with <laughs> Joker, was through the chest though, right? But I got yeah what you're yeah, but still, you know, it, was
0: the, of... it was the same like yeah. You know, I'm gonna jump ahead, else. but
4: not completely get into it just to kind of hammer home the point of why I felt Bat- Blackmore's Death was so bad is because it would have been good or had a saving grace if it was a sign for the stakes that were to come. If we're gonna be real here, there were no real stakes in the finale because of the fact that Maeve ended up living and because of the fact that Soldier Boy ended up living. Now, Soldier Boy, all right, I kind of expected them to keep that door open just because like before we even saw Jensen Ackles' performance uh, this season, because of who Jensen Ackles is and his popularity, I, ex- I would have expected them to keep that door open. But there were no real stakes other than Noir nobody else died that kind of got that what i like to call death flag at some point during the season Frenchie got that death flag. somebody had to go though
0: i'm glad somebody
4: somebody had to go i agree with you what i'm saying is they they made him go and then they faked this out with two other people and it was like all right now his death is just like what well we're talking about
0: we'll we'll get into it in a moment here oh because i had some stuff to say because i would have been cool either way let me get back to noir for a second because like i I think what for me why I liked his death was all because of fucking Homelander when he like started crying said hey did you know why didn't you tell me that I had a father like that was a great fucking moment of like that was just and then he fucking like just you know when he started to hug and they thought you know that he was going to accept it and whatever but no all of a sudden boom does the fucking Superman Joker move like I just thought what made Noir's death so fucking awesome and powerful was cause the way Homelander reacted, the way he set him up, you know, saying, hey tell me about Soldier Boy, he was, and he wrote bad. He's like, he can't be all bad, and then he underlined bad, and then he goes, well hey, he was my father. And then they, they, they panned in on Noir, and you could tell, even though he can't speak, you knew he was thinking, oh shit, he knows. And then, he's like thinking he was also thinking oh my god i'm probably fucked and then yeah and then he just said you know did you you know did you know and then he's like yes he told he told him the truth and then he just had a you know homelander being a homelander had a breakdown killed him killed basically he killed his best fucking friend he yeah, was his he, best friend on the seven and he killed him just because he he kept that secret from him dude, a that lot was fucking of- great there's a lot of stuff in that
2: scene that if you caught what was happening in earlier episodes, you see how they built up. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, remember when they talked about Black Noir's brain damage? And now you saw when he was holding up the signs, they were misspelled. Like, dude, this guy can't even spell. Um, he's, his mind is so far gone. He is really, really operating at 10% brain at level, if that.
0: And. The- we got to see the cartoons one last time. He, yeah, we Don't did. worry, Irvin, you're gonna be with Christ <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I'm like, wow, and and the funny thing is, aren't the guys who do the show aren't they Jewish? Anyway, um that was still pretty <laughs> fucking cool. Um that we got to see the uh the cartoons one last time. so that's what he saw before he died. That he didn't die alone, he died with his cartoon friends. Helping and then the other to thing they were
2: building off of is you remember that whole um Homelander's conversation with himself in the mirror, like you've just gotta stop caring about other people all the way. He cut out that part of himself, right? At least a little bit because he cut out the part that cares about black noir. This is a guy who you think is gonna cut out his humanity completely, but he doesn't because he has a a change of heart because his son, he can't let go of his son. There's part of him that still wants that human connection. Yep. So despite what Mirror Homelander told him to do, He's not completely carving that part away from himself, not just yet.
0: And also not to mention, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but the part where he said, I know what it's like to have your team members turn on you. And then he also, earlier on, he said like, you know, I don't, you guys are fucking nothing to me and this, this and that, you guys Black are Blackmore more than any of you ever did. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I wanted a family. I was, I wanted to have a family of my own so bad with my teammates and you guys, and I got trash teammates like, oh, damn. Like, holy fuck, man. This, okay, this okay, the best
2: part, great. the best line from that scene, maybe from the whole episode, is when Homelander goes up to A-Train and he's like, how could you kill one of your own in cold blood? Meanwhile, Black Miller's helmet is right there next to him. Yeah. yeah. That was fucking
3: so... Fucking hypocrisy.
2: Yes, yes, such a hippie hypocr- I mean... It seems like everybody on this show has been called a hypocrite at this point, but yeah, it was it was bad. It was right there. And then
3: the
0: deep was scared shitless. and goes, well, you know, there's one thing you can do for me, and he whispered, and we obviously knew that, you know, that's treason. Sort of treason.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I would do that scene differently, but the fact that Homelander can, you know, see through everything and see his face and stuff would make my idea probably fall short. Because what I was thinking is it would have been cool if he. Took off his mask, and it was the clone of Homelander, like it is in the comics.
4: Yeah, like you know, at one point Stan Edgar I actually did replace uh the real Black Noir. And he has like at least some type of pawn but there. That would have been pretty cool. I don't know. Speaking maybe we see that we, we I, didn't I, I, see Stan Edgar at all. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's another thing. I I kind of expected to see Stan in the finale. I guess not. Not too. I'm not too worried about that, honestly, because... It, it That's all right, because we're going to see him tomorrow battle. on Better
0: Call Saul. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Just throwing that out there, people.
4: So, do so we go to the meeting scene now? Yeah. Do we just uh, go right into that?
0: Well,
1: the next one that I had was uh, Butch knocking out Huey to protect him
0: Yes. Something that we talked uh, deeply about last week. Uh, you know what, Pretty Guardian, you take this one, because you, you were pretty adamant about this scene, so...
3: Oh, you know what? So uh, on Discord, I had messaged like right after seeing that, and I was like, Jay, you were right. What'd you, what you right say? Wait, wait. Say one. that again. Say that again. I want to hear it. say that uh, again. I am I'm giving this one to you. You were totally right. You were hundred percent right. Butcher connected the dots and, and realized he had to protect Huey. And and he probably in, in that scene in that last episode, he probably was just kind of playing it off to to keep Huey calm and thinking about the mission and not yep. not realizing he wasn't gonna be on that mission.
2: Yes, and because I think if Butcher had told him, you know, what V could do, and Huey wouldn't have taken it, he wouldn't have let Butcher take it either. And Butcher was right. determined to sacrifice himself, but not sacrifice Huey.
3: Yeah, well, and I think that's good for Butcher. He still has that, um, that shred of like, humanity and, and compassion for his, his teammates.
2: Oh, he definitely does. I know he tries his best to hide it, but he's got a heart of gold.
3: Yes. Well, if,
2: thing is if he didn't care, he wouldn't be doing any of this.
0: Um, I was just going to say, the thing is the one thing I picked up again on the second watch was before he knocked out Huey, he said, you're a spinning ninja with my brother. And then, bow. So, he did feel compassion towards them because of that dream he had, his flashback or dream, whatever you want to call yeah. it, of seeing his little brother. And he said, wow, Huey, he really, you really remind me of my brother. And I'm not, basically that was his way of saying, There's I'm not going to let image, you die. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to let you die like he did. So. Yeah. And what, one thing I really laughed
1: at was the very next scene when Starlight picks him up and she, he goes, you know, every neuron in your brain is screaming, I told you so, so why don't you just say it? She goes, oh my God. Fucking told you so.
0: <laughs> and he's also, she's also like that asshole, and he's like, oh, he saved my life, you know. Yeah. In the shittiest way possible. Yeah. Well, I understand why he did it. <laughs> yeah, it's understandable.
1: All right. And so the next thing I got is uh, the Soldier Boy speech about his father.
2: Yeah. You could tell that he'd been. I guess he considered his father abusive and he wanted to pass that abuse on to his son. And so he does get that chance, doesn't he? Yeah. And it,
1: and it, it also- forward, it, Pay it forward, uh, pay
2: forward, people.
1: Like, how long ago was his father alive? Because we know that he has an age. So, it's like back in the 20s? So, like,
4: I, think, I think we're gonna have to line it up with whenever uh, last season, when they were looking into, what's her name, Stormfront? Cause she was the very first successful Vought superhero, right? Like she yes. knew directly the founder of Vought. He was the one that gave her V. So yeah. around whatever time she got her powers, if there was ever a date, we know it was during the Nazi the Nazis, cause that's why she's all about the Nazis. So I would say around the 40s, which does line up well with you know Soldier Boy, quote unquote, storming Normandy and whatnot. So maybe like the trials he was in was like in the late 30s or something.
2: Gotcha. Whenever the first issue of Captain America came out, it was then. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, uh, so I guess we can move on to uh, Frenchy actually standing
2: up to Butcher. and uh,
0: We want like, vacation no. days and
4: respects!
2: <laughs> it seemed a little out of nowhere. It was great, though. After that heartfelt moment with Kimiko, obviously. Okay. I'll say this,
4: it was nice to get a little bit of background on Soldier Boy. I still think it kind of ended up being a rushed, not character arc, but like, decision for him to go from calling his son to informing him that, you know, he is his son. So then, like, we saw the conflict within him throughout. But it's like, I feel like that switch was so abrupt from last episode. So now this episode, maybe it was, you know, a mental aspect where it clicked in his mind after Butcher asked about his dad and like after he talked about his dad and then he's like, well, you're just as much a disappoint- disappointment to me than I was to my dad. I don't know, maybe there was a switch or something.
2: It, it was like- really a wild card this episode, right? Like with Soldier Boy, uh, you know, and Butcher trying to make him commit, he's like, hey, we had a deal. And instead of confirming or denying, he's just like, I'm going out for some air. It was yeah. like, oh shit, what is he going to do? What They had the whole audience on the edge of the seat. Like, what is going to happen when these two forces collide? Are they going to fight? Are they going to hug? What's it going to be, like, for real?
3: So well, I kind of took it as him, like, home when Soldier Boy was seeing Homelander with Ryan and seeing that sort of compassion that Homelander had, you know, Soldier Boy is hanging on to that, like, really antiquated ideal of power and masculinity. And so I felt like it was up until that very last moment, he was considering it and, and seeing that compassion yep. is what kind of flipped the switch for him. And and I do agree with you, Kush, it, it did kind of happen as if that, that switch was flipped.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you could see it in his face, that he was kind of contemplating. Like when when Holmberg said, well, "You and I could, you know, kind of like the Empire Strikes Back. You and I could rule a galaxy, as father and son. You know, reverse son and father." But but still, yeah. he's like, you know, he was saying, "No one could stop," and he was right. He was saying, "No one can stop us." And you could tell in his face, he was thinking about it. He thought about it, kind of like how Chris Rock thought about it when he clenched his clenched his fist when he's you know when Will Smith slapped him. He thought about it thought about it but ultimately he didn't do it just saying
4: also i i think i tweeted this out as well you might have seen this tweet like a small part of me kind of felt bad for soldier boy because i'm like we learned his backstory i was like ah yeah that's kind of messed up but more so i was like damn he kept his word and what he get for it he got jumped (laughs) He yeah. kept at his end of the deal and he got True. jumped. Oh <laughs> no. He was a man, me- say what you will, he was a man of his word. He kept his deal and he still got punished for it.
0: Yeah. So, can we talk about the fight now?
4: <laughs> I feel like there's a uh, couple things in between. Yeah, we have a couple in between. Um,
0: one thing
1: that I wanted to elaborate on uh, after the whole Frenchie standing up the butcher thing, it's right after where it's Maeve decides to throw a nerve agent right out the window and say, no, I'm with him. So she, yes. she ended up with Butcher. In. OK,
2: I'm not surprised. Remember, Maeve and Butcher had been shacking up. So she was probably going to yeah. take Butcher's side no matter what. But on a serious note, uh, Homelander had just locked her up and tortured her like he's got to go. As far as Maeve is concerned, Homelander is public enemy number one. So of course Butcher's right. Maeve is going to be on team Butcher all the way. It was a little bit of a mystery what she was gonna do, but in retrospect, it really shouldn't have been. Maeve's motivations were 100% consistent with exactly, yep, exactly considering everything yeah. that happened to her.
0: Yeah. Well said.
1: Uh, one thing we haven't touched on yet is uh, <laughs> Ashley taking off the wig. <laughs> and look at I my was stuff. like, why
4: are you lying, bro? <laughs> why in this situation would you lie? Do you wanna die? <laughs> Just take it off. I like, thought was the only with Ashley.
2: The fact that she needed a wig at this point is not a surprise. Because I was kind of wondering, like, how does she have any hair left?
4: Yeah. We will all wondering, remember when I asked last episode. I'm like, when she pulled out a thing, I heard, like, the hair when she bleed. was talking. Yeah, like, when she so yeah, right. like, yeah she didn't she bleed? yeah. I'm like, yeah, why is she bleeding? Now all you right, know she why she didn't the bleed. Wig. Yeah.
0: Yeah
3: for me as a woman like so much of our our self-esteem and our identity is wrapped up in our hair and so seeing her standing there in front of him without the wig like that was an incredibly humiliating moment that he put her in it, in a And he knew what he was doing with too. all of his abuses but I yes exactly Tadmock. he knew what he was doing
2: He he just wanted to make her suffer in that moment. He wanted to make everybody in the room suffer but she was the easiest target.
0: Right. Absolutely. It all really right. it was a low
2: blow, right? It just it just shows you how bad he is. Would he act like that in front of his son? Well,
0: True.
4: His son was in the building. I I was gonna say if he sees if how Ryan's developing, if it like goes the way they're implying off the end of the episode, maybe like I, he I like we all knew from the beginning he wanted to raise Ryan in his image, and now yeah. he has the perfect opportunity to do so. Exactly. Absolutely.
1: Alright, unless anyone has anything else before the fight, I
2: guess we can get into it. I kind of broke it down. What about so. I, what about just, the deep yeah. killing the beep? What's that? What about the deep killing the beep?
4: Ah yes. Yep. <laughs> well yeah. But, well when it when it comes to more about talking that since it connects to like one of the last scenes I, I we saw, maybe we should save that also for after the fight. To um what's her name? Um uh, I'm forgetting her character name Nadia. Nadia, yeah. The the one thing I did want to say was I like Frenchie standing up for himself. What I didn't like was that they made it a comedic thing. Like I was just like, ah, right, if you're gonna have him stand up for yourself, have him actually do it. But making a comedic thing actually kind of takes away from the seriousness that is his mental capacity when it comes to uh, being his own person, which they put a heavy emphasis on. I actually dealt with it quite well from Lil Nina to Butcher, and we saw a lot of it, or not saw, we've heard a lot of it with his dad in the previous two seasons. So to kind of tie off that story knot with what was a very, uh, in my opinion, disrespectful and comedic way, I didn't like it. And I thought it was kind of forced. Like they, they were like, well, we need to have a little bit of break here from all the tension. So let's do with, with Frenchie. And also it, it did feel forced in, in my opinion. Like even the bathroom scene with Kimiko, I was like, it, it, it felt, it didn't feel like it was right. It broke the flow of where the story was going. It felt like, yeah, we need to wrap this up, Like we need to get it in here. And then, like I said earlier, with the humor, we need to have a little bit of break of levity. But I think to to Frenchie's arc of being an, a truly independent person, of not having to have that leash around his neck anymore, of, as has been established for the first three seasons, I didn't like the way they did it at all. You know, with the jokes, with the unions and stuff like that, I'm like, that's not how you tie up that storyline.
0: I don't know. I didn't mind it because you know what? I understand. Vacation days are nice. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. But I, I see where you're coming from, Kush. I see why, you know, I get and it. And
2: M.M. should have been the one pushing for a dental plan. Janine needs braces.
4: <laughs> and yeah. He needs a, a family protection plan.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Can we can we get into the fight now, Joe? Is there anything else?
2: Yeah, I, I think we can. I can. All right, all right.
0: So again, that tension build up when Homelander and Soldier Boy are are, are you know squaring up. And wait, then wait, wait. one thing,
2: one thing. Yeah, the yeah. yeah. The Remember they showed Soldier Boy's like propaganda film from the forties.
0: Yeah. Remember
2: what he yep. said to the soldiers. Yeah. You guys are the
0: real heroes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> ah. So, like, wow, that's where Homelander's big line came from? He yeah.
4: took it from Soldier Boy? Oh, did shit, you're he used right. He up the Soldier yes. Boy, too, yeah.
0: Good observation. Wow, thank you. So man. much of the That's stuff. why we got you here, Tabook. God, the strength of geek knowledge keeps getting stronger with you. Anywho, the, just when they square up and he's just talking about, you know, again... There you go, Scott. Your Star Wars reference. We could. No one can stop us if we team up, etc., etc., etc. And then he goes, "I want you to meet your grandson." Like, oh goddamn, he fucking did, he yep. went there.
2: That was a good card to play.
0: Yep. He could avoid a
2: fight and possibly get Soldier Boy on his side by showing him his grandson. Oh, and then right after that. He's starting to like think of all the
1: family lineage and stuff. And as much as Soldier Boy hates his father, he becomes his father right in that moment. Yeah. And basically just goes, you're a disappointment just the way. Because he goes, I'm you. And he goes, I know you're a disappointment.
2: You know, you know, Joe, this is kind of what I was saying earlier. I had a feeling that he couldn't <laughs> wait yeah. to pass on that those abusive messages that he received. I feel like he was just itching to say that all along. Now that he has a son, he could be just as much of a jerk as his father was.
0: Yeah, and, and, and he didn't do it on the phone either. He wanted to say it to his face, so... Yeah,
2: that, I, I have a feeling that was pre-planned.
0: Yeah, no, it was... That was, like I said, a great piece of television that was intense. And then everything got turned on its head when, you know, obviously Ryan had a gut reaction to see his father get hit. He lasered Soldier Boy... Soldier Boy retaliated, and then there goes, then Butcher turns on Soldier Boy. But what makes it incredible, we talked about this off-air, people, is the fact that. Okay, so Homelander grabs his son and says, You need to get out of here. This is it's not safe for you, you need to go. He didn't get the message in time, and he got hit by Soldier Boy. So if if if, if Ryan took off for safety. Butcher would have took took out Homelander. Butcher and Soldier Boy would have took out Homelander, and that would have been that. But no, since the kid got hit, and you know Butcher made a promise to his you know to his late wife, he turns on Soldier Boy. So it's just amazing that Ryan, in that short moment, like controlled the fate of the entire you know boys' universe. Basically,
2: Ryan's presence changed everything. Yes, and it's funny because. Uh, the show's called The Boys, but he's the actual true boy in this whole group, and, and his presence there, it really does affect the fate of the
0: whole gang. Yeah, so it was just mind-blowing what was going on, and Kush, I was watching your tweets on Twitter as that shit was unfolding, so your reaction to like, oh my god, I can't believe this just happened in the fight, I'm just like, yes, because yeah. my reaction was the same, that's why I was, I was happy, um, my reaction was the yeah. same as
4: yours, Kush. I was just like, it, it, it got messy. Uh, that was that was my reaction to when it got messy. I'm like, yo, are we really? Because like I said, I felt bad for Soulja Boy, but what he said, everything you want is right there. I was feeling that so much, because like I want, obviously, I think we all know this man was not going to die this season, all right? He was yeah. going to come back for season four, obviously. But I'm like, that was the best shot they had. Yes. That was the best shot yes. they had. And yes. get him out. And I'm like, Yo, they had no the way, chance. Bro, it was no prime. Way. The prize I was, was <sighs> the prime
0: for the taking. They had him where they wanted him. Like, like, he was like out I said, man. Outgunned. He, they probably would have won.
4: I'm, I'm with Soldier Boy in this one because, yeah, you're right. He was completely outgunned. And I'm going to let Gary get into this. So I'm going to just mention it briefly. Because Mave was giving him the beats by Dre. Yes. She was giving him the toast <laughs> and a biscuit with no drink. Did you oh, see the way the blood was you know trickling out of his ears? You know what's okay. you know what's kind of funny about that, and I'll let you go off, Guardian. Is that they really held back on us with her power level, bro? Because like that took me so much by surprise. I'm like, you tell me, she was this powerful all the time, bro? Or is this just like you know like a, a product of the situation? Maybe she got adrenaline pumping, or, yeah. or maybe Homelander's not focused because he's trying to get to Soldier Boy, where the case was. They could have, they could have made it happen because Maeve was taking care of him, and Soldier was so, so down for killing him.
3: We so, never yeah. knew her whole strength up until that scene. Yeah. yeah, that's true. We we didn't know her whole strength up until that scene. There were little like bits and pieces, like we've seen her get hit by an armored tank, and the tank just spreads around her like butter. Yeah. Um, and we've seen her like tank, um, you know, being hit by like machine guns and and that sort of stuff. Like it was nothing but this was her big moment. And I, I love the beginning of it where Homelander's like walking away, I've got bigger fish to fry. And she says, I don't. Yes. She didn't yes. have one motherfucker there to kill and it was Homelander. He was so and,
2: dismissive. I loved his attitude. It mm-hmm. was great. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, so he's she like, "It's not stopped. now, babe.
3: Right, right. And she gets that first punch in and she sees him bleed from the nose and you can see her, like her eyes, like they, they change focus because she knows if I can make this motherfucker bleed, I can kill him. Speaking and, of her eyes. Yeah. Okay. So, so he, you know, gouges <laughs> out her eye with his, his thumb beautiful and one of the things i loved about it one of my favorite wonder woman fight scenes she's battling medusa and medusa gouges out her eyes and she's got blood streaming down her eyes and if you know wonder woman she is first and foremost a fucking warrior so she soldiers through and while blind fights medusa and, and defeats that villain so for me seeing Maeve like the blood streaming down her face from that kind of harken back to that comic book moment yes but she wasn't held down by that she was like you know what i came here to fucking do this let's do you this go in yes and she was she you know she got him in the ear with that little metal pipe the it, blood trickling down from homelander's ear was amazing and that vacant look on his face he was like oh shit, she just did this to me he was and one then- hit away he was one hit away but let's give it up to maeve she
2: was such. She expressed a lot of cynicism um, in the last couple seasons, I guess. But she was like, "Oh, there's no such thing as heroes," right? She said right. that in this episode. I love the Funko, Jay. <laughs> but in the end, she proved it. She was a hero. She had the chance to take down Homelander once and for all. And she, you know what? She saw a what was going to happen Soldier Boy. Gotta she, like Soldier Boy's going to blow up the whole building if I don't stop him. She's like, "Oh fuck! I've got to give up this opportunity to kill Homelander and save the city." She she did. She won. And she See, became a
3: real hero. And even if she had died right there, I would have been so satisfied with that arc for her. For that very reason, Tab Mock, she died a hero. But I also just want to throw in when she did that double punch to Homelander's chest and he went flying into the next room. Ooh, that felt good.
0: Yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was, it was, it was basically so your Superman versus Wonder Woman fight. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Basically.
1: Yeah, and there was so 100%. much fun. Scene. I mean, the the one thing that stuck
2: out to me was when Butcher and Homelander stood side by side and did the
1: lasers to Soldier Boy. I was like, they actually teamed up for that split second.
2: That's, well, that was, yeah, that was a great that was a great moment. You could see the look in their eyes Well, after they were done with their heat vision. You could see the look in their eyes like, wow, I can't believe we're teaming up. And
4: I then, saw like, a tweet. I'll go ahead, Joe. I'll
2: go for it. I, I was going to switch to the next
4: thing. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, I saw a tweet that was a frame of that same shot, and they were like, it was one of the hardest frames or one of the hardest picks from the entire boy show. And I was like, that was a nice looking frame. Not the team up or the partnership that I wanted, let alone expected, but it was a cool looking frame.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> but I am was pretty guarded on this one. I would've been good either way. If Maeve died, like that was an awesome way to go out, but I'm happy. But at the same time she lived, the powers are gone. She's gonna live out her life as a normal person with a, with a lover and all that. So mm. I was good either way. I know it's a bit of a cop out, but you know what? Like I said, either way, I you, would you
4: said to- it though, right? Like I didn't want to say it, Jay, but you just said it. It was a cop. But like it goes back to what I was saying earlier with Noor's thing. I'm like, her arc, I'm with Guardian that way, her arc would have been like almost complete if she went out. I I I'm I'm a person like I, I wanna see both sides of it. So I could also see the writer's side. They're like, if for some reason they ever wanna bring her back, that door is there. Now that we finally like everybody else said we now know her true potential and power yeah. which they never really showed before so it's like if they ever need a big gun in 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 the uh future yeah and i was just gonna say i v would be, butcher would be the
0: type to go after her and beg yeah. her help like butcher is well, what that i fucking type
4: this might sound like a cynic and i don't want to sound like that but, but like her thing came to an end right her arc which is why i'm like i would i would have preferred if she died but she got a happy ending I kind of yeah. want them to leave her alone with Elena, you know, let them go. Yeah.
0: I'm fine with it too. Like vacation they, they don't see for the rest her of their lives like, or
4: something I'm good with that. Well, my yeah.
2: prediction for season four is she is going to be back and her powers are going to come back to her. Just like we saw with Kamiko. I don't think she's down and out. In fact, I was so happy with, with, how Maeve came through in the end. I do want to see more of her.
0: Yes. And, and soldier boy, you know, um, Liz. Well,
4: Soldier Boy versus Butcher was going on simultaneously.
0: Yeah.
4: And I, I'll admit, I think Butcher gave a better fight than I expected, at least hand-to-hand combat-wise. But then I remember he does also have some sort of formal training. You know, like he was in the British military or something like that. Yeah. And obviously, he has some sort of formal training to work his way up to whatever he was doing with Mallory back in the day, right? Yeah. So, but like, you know, in my mind, I'm like, yo, he's actually going toe-to-toe with Soldier Boy. And, like, this is a soldier Boy that grabbed the, uh, uh, what's his name, by the chin and was, like, holding this man up, about yeah. to incinerate him with his chest blast. So I'm like, hmm. Is that, like, some power scaling thing, or was it just in, in the heat of battle is what it was?
0: Yeah. Also, also, I'm just... It's also nice that Queen Maeve is being recognized by the public dying dying a hero, which is That's a nice, pretty nice cool.
4: touch, too. Yeah. Yes. How are they spinning all of this, bro? While, from, from uh, Homelander killing somebody where it was media right at the end to Mave, you know it actually I, like how are they spinning because Starlight's back and is it not going to be confirmed that Maeve was held somewhere or are they saying that you know she because they were saying she was on a retreat so what she died on a retreat but no she died fighting Soldier Boy. Which confirms everything Starlight was saying, which is that Soldier Boy is back, and it's not some type of soup terrorist. How are they spinning this? It, you know, Voughts become very clumsy
2: at trying to cover up the truth during the last episode or two, because in the beginning they were very polished, they were very corporate, everything was going through PR. They had such a good handle on on basically just commanding the message and the narrative that the public was
4: taught. And so you know why? Just,
0: I can I can answer that for you stan edgar
4: not there like yeah obviously yeah you're right there you go no like i'm pretty sure we we like we all know that in the back of our minds but now it's like all right homelander what are you gonna do does he even bother i guess was the the question i was asking does he even bother doing that anymore because he saw how to react when he kills someone he's like just let it happen is he in the mindset now of like what are they gonna do and if that's the case like for real, what are they gonna do? What is the rest of the world gonna do about that? Like they're just well, gonna honestly, the big
2: punishment for for Vot seems to be that their stock had a big dip. Oh wow, it was the biggest tank in stocks, and the Vot stock. Well, all that's gonna do is make investors go and buy up the stock while it's at a low price. It'll go back up, and then they sell again. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't. There's no real consequence for them.
4: Not even like you can't even get these guys arrested because you know they're. They're powerful, so it's like, yep. they're, just, they're just running free. You know what I'm saying? They're just running free.
2: You try and do something to them, and before you know it, there's congressional hearings and everybody's head's popping off. Yep. <laughs> oh, whoops, well, we forgot about prosecuting I was,
4: I was about to say, not even congressional hearings, because she's going to be in the BP office. So. Exactly. Yep. Although Huey's running for Congress. We saw that poster, right?
2: That's right.
0: Yeah. Um. So, the ending. Okay, so let, you just touched on it. So, Obviously, we saw earlier where um, Homelander whispered to the Deep, I need you to do something for me. You don't hear what he said, but then they show the, you know, Vice President going into his hot tub or or his pool or whatever and, you know, gets killed by the Deep. It set that ending up perfectly. Oh, we're going to announce our new Vice President. Um, Oh, yeah, also, Billy, Billy Butcher has... 18 months to live, max. Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. Which is why? What do you? Which what do is you guys why think? I'm hoping yeah. season four is the last season. I was going to ask, what do you guys think? Do you think that means season four is the last? Or at the very most, I would say, is that there's five seasons at most. You know, which, which is kind of, a, I feel like five is a nice number for TV shows. You could get a nice, good, overarching arc without it going too long. But like, you guys think season four is going to be the last one or five? Well, you yeah, definitely suggest the show is ending soon. Is what I would say season four started, is
0: primed to be awesome. I'm saying they set that yeah. up perfect. My before God. Before we
2: started the live stream, we were actually talking a little bit before and Pretty Guardian had came up with a good idea, which is that one, whenever the final season is, four or five or whatever, finish it off with a movie. Like a real two hour, maybe even theatrical release. That would be an epic way to close Like that as hour, the season
4: itself or the season finale would be a movie, Guardian.
3: Oh, I was, so what I had originally thought like the show was going to be, I thought they were going to kill Homelander this season. And then I thought Butcher was being set up to be the villain next season. Like he goes on to keep killing soups and kind of go down this path of turning into, you know, something he wouldn't want to have been at the start of the show. Um, and so I thought it would be cool to do like, four or five seasons and then have there be a movie after maybe even set it like a couple years after the fact just so you can kind of wrap up all the loose ends and and kind of transition out of the the main series
2: I believe they're doing a spin-off
4: um yes. about like, college
2: high <laughs> college thank yep. you
4: I'm, I'm calling it because I heard uh the description of it is just it's gonna be live action my hero because it's like you know like uh college kids training to be souped i'm like all right so yeah, we got some trained, live action my hero to be,
0: you know go, to go to bot to be in the seven um yeah i hope it's good but my, my only concern is like you know i'm sorry i i don't want just put, the general I, concern I of put spinoffs down, with shows i don't want to put down walking dead fans but i hate the walking dead which a show that started great just got way too carried away went on way too long and then it did the fear of the walking dead, smell of the walking dead, look out for the walking dead. They did all these fucking spin-offs and shit. And I hope the boys doesn't get carried away like that where they I
4: I completely with you. Like it just is, I just have a fear of spin-offs in general. I feel like you very rarely see them succeed and when they do, you know, it's it really can be a smash hit. Uh we'll have to see, you know, Amazon as a media creation company if they're that greedy. Well, there are exceptions.
0: I mean, look at Better Call Saul. Look at Frasier. I mean, there are exceptions, but- It's rare
4: exceptions though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I just hope they don't get carried away, but I think the way I feel like season four, okay, we got season four, but the way I feel like season four could be a great finale. I mean, you got Homelander's out in the open now. Now he can be himself, kill civilians, and not pay any consequence for it. And he's loving, and his son loves it. And you got the woman who could blow up heads as the vice president, like, this is, this is, this is, it smells, final season, it's got scent of final season just all over it. If you, if you paid attention, if you pay
2: attention to the very opening scene, Homelander specifically said that he had to get help from a certain Congresswoman. To help him find her son, uh, his son. Yeah. So you could tell that there was a little bit of a quid pro quo going on there. Nadia helps Homelander get to his son. She yep. gets to become the next VP. The deal is very clear if you connect the dots.
0: Yeah, it's incredible. Like so I, I feel like it's just, I'm excited for season four. And then we're probably Absolutely. not going to get it for another year. We're probably not going to get it for at least a year, probably two years. And now thats fi- and I'm not fine I... with that. As long as it, they, they make it great. Like, don't, don't pull a fucking Ozark and have a shitty season four. Like, make it great. Take as much time as you need. Just like how Let's we Let's talk about where they're going
2: with Ryan.
0: Yes. My God. It was kind of creepy. Okay, I don't know if you guys remember that James Gunn movie about the, the kid who's like Superman. And he starts killing people. The evil Superman kid.
3: Uh, I forgot. Insidious. The fucking- yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So like I actually thought for a second that Ryan was the same actor. I had to like go look him up real quick. He's not, but they look yeah. similar.
2: Can I remind you what Butcher said a few episodes back? Yes, go ahead. With great powers comes the absolute certainty that you'll turn into a right cunt. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like we kind of touched on earlier that, you know, he's, you know, obviously Rebecca's gone. He rejected Billy Butcher, even though he protected him from the blast, you know, which I thought is when he was they were gonna kiss and make up, they didn't. Um so he ends up going with his father, Homelander, and just that creepy ass smile when he sees him kill. Now
4: yeah.
0: that's just what I'm saying. Like he, he's definitely his father's son, and yeah. he's happy the fact that his father stuck up for him by killing and now we're gonna have basically two homelanders a mini homelander and a homelander oh my god this is just primed to be an amazing fourth season okay i'm done whoever wants to go next
1: there's uh one question i've been interested to ask does anybody else have the song maniac stuck in their head
0: yes <laughs> real okay i'm sorry real quick they were parodying uh the movie flash dance right
1: i think so
3: I don't know. I haven't yeah, watched my chick flicks. Yeah, with in... the foot dancing and stuff yes. that she was doing at the beginning, it was yeah. definitely flash dance. Okay,
0: thank you, because I haven't watched my chick flicks in a while, so... Um, okay, yeah, I, I figured they were parodying flash dance, and yes, I got maniac stuck in my head all day on Friday at work. <laughs> that, that, that <laughs> it is a perfect
2: song amazing. for Kamiko. She is a maniac.
0: Oh, yeah. And she looked good doing it, just saying. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I, I love how she's like... Slamming the guy's body down exactly to the beat, which was great.
0: <laughs> yeah, and clown his face. Yeah, Well-timed. Absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah, whoever wants to talk about what, what they're expecting, like, you know, obviously Homelander's son and what they're expecting, whoever wants to go now.
2: Well, I think Ryan is probably going to get into a fight with some kid at school, and it's not going to end well for that kid.
4: Yeah? I don't think he's going to school, bro. <laughs> well,
2: not now, but – I
4: think he will be they were I'd, I'd, I'd be I'd be surprised if Homelander puts him in school honestly I think he's just gonna have him like out of training or killing people or training to kill people He'll probably have
0: a tutor I'm sure Vought will give him a yeah tutor more like a something.
4: private tutor or something yeah, yeah. and then like Homelander is gonna come in and be like I oh, already need to learn this let's go kill some people so yeah
1: Well, at least Homelander won't know Maeve's location because uh Ashley deleted the footage remember yeah. Yeah.
4: Good on Ashley, I guess. You know, she did one good yeah. thing this season.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then uh Starlight threw her suit out, so we won't see her in that light anymore.
4: Yeah, she, yeah,
0: yep. She's officially part of the boys now. She quit. Although um, we
1: did we did get to see her supercharged,
3: which was awesome. <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: Yes. We oh, we saw her levitation. Oh, disappointed by that.
4: Yeah. We saw the which is what I said last episode. She needs her uh power energy thing to do the levitation. It's not just off rip. It was exactly
2: the way you said it, but it was uh, so cool to see it.
4: And I'm glad they had—they gave her a little bit of a moment. I'm glad they gave her a little bit of a moment. Although, yeah. you know, when you think about it, it's like memes damn, her were most great. Powerful blast! It's like her most powerful blast. This man just brushed off and got got back. Right I thought up. the
0: memes were great because, uh, you know that that famous Vince McMahon, that Vince McMahon meme. You know where he's making the in face. the chair? Yeah, yeah. They they yeah. Someone made a meme with that. <laughs> Uh, and
1: after Soldier Boy being taken away, do you think the CIA is going to give him back to the Russians? Do you yeah. think they're going to keep for themselves? Ooh,
4: really, you say yeah. To,
1: or do you think they're going to give him to wherever Stan Ecker is?
4: I think that they're going to keep him. The reason I say not give back to the Russians is because it was Vought that gave him to the Russians. And we know at this point, Vought just sort of operates on their own. They have like people in the government, but they kind of just make their own decisions, basically. Um, and then you said give them to where Edgar is. I really want to know where Edgar is before I can yeah, answer that that's question. One, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, that's why I'm just like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna say they keep him, try and like make another homelander killer or something.
2: Yeah, I really do wonder what Edgar's got cooking up over there. Yeah, for sure. What do you think, guys? Presidential pardon? Huh?
4: Oh, ah, that would imply that what's her name never truly betrayed him, I guess.
2: I think part of her is still loyal. I think they're running, I think they're still cooking up some kind of scheme together.
1: Well, you know what I think would be cool? You know how she's running for VP. What's stopping Stan Ecker from running for actual
2: president?
4: <laughs> well, you know? what, he wasn't he, um I don't know. There's crimes he was exposed to. I think he was for, indicted
2: for something. It yeah, might make, a.
4: Yeah. It-
0: that never stops presidential candidates anyway yeah uh pretty garden you got anything on the on the the final ending and the final moments of the show
3: i really liked Huey's final moments. so he's kind of had his own little arc of you know using the v and kind of becoming powerful and really enjoying that taste of power maybe a little bit more than he should And so for him to have given up the V and he had that moment where he stood up to Soldier Boy and he said, you know, nobody's that powerful. And if they are that powerful, they're lying. I feel like Huey kind of had this arc of finding his own like personhood and masculinity and everything. And so for him to, instead of like taking the V and trying to save starlight that way turning up the lights and kind of giving her that moment to shine i thought was really impressive on his part so i'm i'm liking where their relationship is at and i'm looking forward to next season
4: i will say though i wanted like did he really get that full circle guardian we did see him grab but not use that last vial of temp v so he has that on his on his person somewhere
2: that temp v was a good temptation
4: yeah (laughs) (sighs) ah (laughs) <laughs> we'll, we'll have to see.
2: Yeah.
1: A lot of unanswered questions, but that just builds up for the next season. That's so. what I was
0: saying. I'm excited to see where they're gonna go. It's gonna be intense and I can't wait. So out
2: of out of everything that's going on, I'm really excited to see where they take A Train's arc. I mean, he's not he's not doing good with Homelander, he's not doing good with his own brother. Who is on team A Train? Team A Train <laughs> is empty. He's got nobody. <laughs>
4: I want no. that station to be empty. All I hope is that they don't drop the ball with it like they did with the Deep this season. Because we had we had a great build-up with the Deep last season. Like I said, I loved his storyline, and I just kind of hated it this season. So I hope they don't somehow butcher it. Do you think they
3: redeemed the Deep, season.
4: though, by, by this last episode having him take out the VP? No, no that's not redemption at all. Like, he's... <laughs> well, nah, 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 not, not at he all. He does whatever Homelander and, and, says. Yeah, no and, questions and asked. Even, and even then, right, it still doesn't forgive going from what was a very compelling story arc with the whole uh the, that cult yeah. to him and essentially his, wife, just his wife's being, releasing
0: the book into yeah, deep
4: to him it, essentially yes. being a gag character that's this constant mock of uh Aquaman, Aquaman. from um what no, to what be you honest. Call it. So.
2: I thought with the deep, when they when, when Homelander forced him to eat that octopus that he considered his friend, Timothy. I knew the deep was never gonna be anything uh, serious ever again. He but the rest
4: of that, yeah. And it's like I at least what I would have expected is that based off of that he would have like I don't know stopped, but he didn't. <laughs> he just went right back to another octopus. He's gone backwards, really. He regressed big time.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There was hope for him.
1: Absolutely not anymore. Thirty
2: in the next season.
1: Now that we've exactly. had stuff happen in the real world, what do you
4: think they're going to parody for the next season? Um, most definitely something with Roe v. Wade. I would be well, shocked if they don't.
2: Do you think they're going to have a character called Johnny Depp? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard? Yeah. Uh, you that you, stuff, you
4: know what? You know what I'll say though is that from the moment they had uh, Nadia at the end with the VP thing, like we all knew she was kind of a parody of AOC. Now she's going to be 100% a parody of uh, Kamala Harris.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Honestly, yeah. I'm kind of hoping for uh, uh, some sort of a parody of Jeffrey Epstein. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm waiting for dark. someone who didn't kill himself. <laughs> uh, you know, Vought's got to got to kill someone and then say that it was a suicide, and it turns out that it's not. That's kind of what I <laughs> out of anything in the real world we, that's been going we, on. We kind of we
4: kind of got that. What's his name? Super They were like drug overdose. You're right.
2: You're right. There needs to be a bunch of angry protesters saying Supersonic
4: didn't kill himself. Well, we know. Remember, he revealed that on the live, which still, there hasn't really been much backlash. They know this. The public knows this already. That
2: needs to be the backlash.
4: Yeah. I'm with you. What about you guys? Anything else from the real
2: world you want to see parodied in in the boys? You want to see their take on it?
0: Ah. I don't, I don't know. You guys mentioned some good ones. Um, I'm not the one that like keeps up with like politics and world news. I'm usually the last to know about everything, so I don't know. have to wait. Do and they see. do something
4: with Russia and Ukraine? I don't know. Russia did lose Soldier Boy. Or are they not gonna retaliate somehow? Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, there's so much one. going on with Russia that they built up that whole thing. Uh,
4: I feel like
0: you know, so, so I feel like Soldier Boy could come back, so we'll we'll see. Well, they could they could protest that they could find out that Soldier Boy was
4: kept in Russia all this time, and they could protest Russia for that. Well, what I'm saying is, does Russia have no backlash to losing Soldier Boy? Like, that's what I'm saying. Are they not? Are they just gonna let that happen?
0: We no, we'll find out. We're gonna have to find it. We'll it would be kind
4: of weird if we don't see anything. I guess even if it's just like in a small clip on the news. In the show but like that's a pretty big asset to lose that you've had for like 40 years
0: yeah exactly
4: there's got
2: to be some kind of a deal going on behind closed doors it's like hey you promised us soldier boy and now he got taken from us you need to give us someone else and and, and like do we
4: do we do we see the return of soup terrorists in season four because of that because you know they, they probably have so many things from experimenting with soldier boy mm, um, that could um, be interesting
1: i was i was speaking more about you know entertainment based parodies like
2: uh different movies and stuff you're thinking Marvel johnny Depp and amber heard that,
1: well that was my main one yeah
0: <laughs> or azra miller yeah oh yeah i mean he's a real life supervillain, so yeah <laughs> wasn't um
1: wasn't anthony star arrested for something
0: yeah wow. he got he got aggravated yeah. salt, drunken aggravated assault in spain yeah this is
4: what so
2: needs to be arrested for that
0: This is recently? (laughs) Yeah, this was just a couple months ago. Oh, well
4: then, ain't that something.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, what he did was bad, but it's nowhere near, you know, Ezra Miller level, but still, uh, not a good look for Anthony Starr, but, you know, whatever. We'll see what happens with that. Alright, so I figured, let's go around in a circle, and we'll wrap this up. You know, give your final thoughts on the episode, final thoughts on the overall season and plug yourselves in. And we'll start with
4: GUSH. Final thoughts on the episode. I'm gonna give it a solid seven or eight out of 10. Um, The one part or the one thing I wanted a lot was a rematch that we didn't get, which was Soldier Boy versus uh, Homelander. Cause we we only got realistically like a very small part of that before it became the the 3v1 fight in episode six. So the fact that he's alive you know, leads me to believe that will happen and obviously the popularity of his character. I, I think he's definitely going to be back at some point when, we'll find out. Um, and then like the other things I mentioned, but a solid finale for what was a really, really good season. Like the season overall, I'd give like a nine out of 10, like an eight to nine out of 10. I did like it a lot. They upped the uh, the shock factor a lot, which I hope they draw back on, because I think we might have spoken about this in earlier. Uh, talk roundtable talk episode where it's like if you do it too much you're gonna kind of desensitize sensitize the people to that shock so I do hope they to- they tone it down next season at least in the beginning you know um but solid season very very solid season I like the can't wait for season four
0: same here my dude um uh, and and you and you plug did you plug in your channel
4: um yeah I'm not even sure when is the next time I'm gonna <laughs> upload. If uh, if I got time tomorrow, but since I run a Giants channel, a sports based channel, it's very much dependent on for sports things to happen. Which we're in, you know, you notice Jay, we're in the off season. Ain't oh, yeah. nothing to happen until the end of July. Yeah, and you're so, on Twitch, and you're on Twitch too, right? You're, uh, you're. I am on Twitch. I'm probably gonna try and hop back on that a little bit. I'm not gonna lie to you, since I got this uh, this new summer job, like I- I've been busy. And when I'm not busy, I'm just like mentally tapped out of things. So it's just like that, man.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, perfect. Listen, we we always love having you on the show, and I, you know, I was, I promise when we are done with our hiatus, which you know we're gonna need at least a month off, we definitely want to have you back on, Kush, for more discussions in Mount Rushmore's and otherwise. So, we always love having you here, coach and thanks for you know being awesome. And you know, I ask all, all Cage Nation, please sub up the hub, even if you're not a sports fan, sub up the hub because he's a cool dude and. I'm sure uh, when he gets back into Twitch, you'll definitely want to follow his Twitch because he he does these really awesome Halo playthroughs. So uh, definitely check out the hub. I appreciate
4: that.
2: Definitely check
0: out the hub. Thank you so much. And next, we move on to the leader of the Mortal Kombat fan community himself, Tabmok99, please tell us your final thoughts on the season and this episode, you know, one through 10. And of course, plug yourself away, my dude.
2: Okay, awesome, thank you. Thank you again for having me, guys. It was so much fun to talk to all of you, Um, you know, Jay, Joe, Pretty Guardian, Kush. Um, Another great chat, another great episode of The Boys. I think this was, I'm gonna give this a higher rating than Kush. I'm gonna give this one a nine. I thought it had a great mix of drama and action. Like we said, it was hard to top that episode from a couple ones back. Uh, I think they managed to do it. I actually did not want to see a rehash of the fight that we saw before. I wanted something a little bit different, and they delivered. They kept us guessing the whole time about which way people were gonna go, what decisions were they gonna make, where were they gonna fall in the end. Um, I don't think anybody saw exactly where Butcher was gonna end up, where Maeve was gonna end up. I certainly didn't see where Ryan was going to end up. So I got to say, I really love the twists and turns. Um, I don't think they can keep doing that. I think that they've got to have a a little bit more straightforward, you know, in the the next season. But I am excited to see what they give us, especially with the Congresswoman, Nadia, now that she's going to be having been granted more power than ever. Uh, This episode just does what you're supposed to do in show business. Leave the audience wanting more. Yes
0: absolutely Uh, and you can
2: find me at youtube.com slash tabmock 99 i'm also on twitter twitch and instagram at tabmock 99 if you like mortal kombat lore videos check out my youtube channel it's in the chat right now thank you for sharing that jay it's also in the video description
0: absolutely again it's always a joy working with you we are blessed to have you and your strength of geek knowledge and mortal kombat knowledge is untouched and that's what makes it freaking awesome, and yes, Pretty Guardian, always awesome to have you here when you always grace us with your, uh, your point of view on things. You know, the lady nerd. It's great having you here. So please give us your thoughts on the season overall, the finale, one, you know, raiding one through ten, and of course, plug yourself away. And of course, I just want to say something real quick. Please check out Pretty Guardian's video on. Uh, ranking the boys characters this is a fantastic boys video on pretty gardens channel and she's got a video coming up
3: this coming friday as well check that out as well all right go ahead i do have both of those videos you can check them out over at youtube.com pretty guardian thank you everybody here in the nerd cage for having me again so with this season and this last episode I'm giving it a solid nine out of 10. There were a couple little things I would have liked to have seen done differently. For example, Black Noir's death was just a little bit lackluster for me. Although I can definitely see Jay's point of view that it had that sort of emotional depth for Homelander. But ultimately that Queen Maeve versus Homelander fight was everything for me, everything. So nine out of 10, loved it. Can't wait for the next season.
0: Excellent. And Joe!
4: <laughs>
0: Dish it out, man, and please tell him what we're going to be playing when I get back from Chicago.
1: All right, when Jay gets back from Chicago, every Tuesday we
0: will be playing Bayonetta. Yes, twitch.tv slash nerdcage live. Oh,
1: that should be a wild ride, and every Friday we are going to be playing the original God of War.
0: Yes, and I'm a God of War virgin, so please, people, go easy on me. Go easy on me. Be gentle. Make me enjoy the experience. All right, Joe, go and ahead.
1: As for this episode, I'm going to give it a 9.5 out of 10. I thought it was wonderful. I thought it was great. I thought there were a lot of action moments. Every single character seemed to get their own showcase, and we, we even lost a character. You know, we lost Black Noir, so that kind of put a little bit of an impact on everybody, and you know this. It was it was just very well rounded in my in my humble opinion. So I'm going to give that a nine and a half out of ten. And the season overall, I think I'm going to give a solid nine out of ten.
0: All right, so- all right, I'll take it. I'll take <laughs> it. So, um, for me, this episode ten out of ten. I'm sorry, I just love this show so damn much. I mean, the only thing, if, if there's any fault, I just wish we got to see what's going on for with Stan Edgar, but. I'm willing to wait till Season 4 to find out. I feel like this all the twists and turns was amazing. They wrapped up everything nicely. And Season 4 is primed to be even better. Please don't fizzle out. Make Season 4 great. It takes as much time as you need. Overall, Season 3, 10 out of 10. I mean, the thing I appreciate about Season 3 is that every episode met meant something and every episode was great for different reasons whether if one was more action packed or if one had a lot of tits and dicks in it or if one had you know a lot of drama in it and then all some had like yeah. twists and turns that's what, so I feel like overall sh- the eight episodes was just well paced and everything just flowed nicely and it gave us a lot of great stuff to talk about and yeah I can't get enough of this goddamn show and I'm gonna be I'm gonna have boys withdrawals you know um, yeah. I'll probably rewatch the whole series one through three seasons, one through three game. I'll probably watch rewatch Diabolico. Um, but yeah, I just, man, take as much time as you need to make season four. Great. Also, um, I'm kind of feeling myself today. I just want to make a couple cool, cool announcements. Nothing to do. With, I, we have announcements for NerdCage Live coming, but we're going to hold off on that. But I do have some personal stuff I want to announce. Uh, a couple things. One, you are now looking at a, New staff member and writer for Kami Dogu. Yes. Chris and Toasty hired me. So I am part of the Komidogu Dogu family. I'm going to be kind of be there on the side, you know, writing articles on their website. I'm excited to be part of the Komidogu. Dogu. I've been a diehard fan for a long time. And uh, I've been on their podcast a couple of times. I even filled in for Toasty. Um, I'm excited. I love those dudes. I'm so glad. Uh, and they were both in my Mount, our latest R- Mount Rushmore video, so please sub up Kumi Dogu. Also, their podcast is on every podcast platform, and check out their website for great Mortal Kombat uh, news articles as well as if you need you know a reference for moves and fatalities and shit. But yeah, I'm there. Um, once my profile is up, I'll definitely share it with everybody on the Nerd Cage Nation Facebook discussion group. Also, today, not even a few hours ago, I got promoted at Joe Blow. Um, I'm still going to be making face-off videos, yes, I'm still doing face-off videos, but on top of that, I am now going to be, ed- starting in August, I'm going to be editing their celebrity interviews. Now that I'm going to be editing their celebrity interviews, I'm going to be re-editing their old ones and making them, you know, a little more spicy. So, very excited that um, the people at Joe Blow recognize my hard work and they love my style apparently. And yes, so I got, so I'm officially going to be, uh, I'm still part-time, but I'm going to be the, uh, administrator of Joe Blow, uh, celebrity videos. I'm very fucking excited for this opportunity. Uh, Burge and Chris, thank you. Burge and Chris, if you happen to see this, thank you. Thank you. So yeah, Burge and Chris Bomber, if you happen to see this, uh, thank you for you know, believing in me and taking me, giving me more uh, to do on Joe Blow. I'm honored and excited. Um, As for Nerdcage Nation, um, just want to say thank you to everybody and a big thank you to Mark for basically helping me. Not only launched this great channel, but I wouldn't have gotten my gig at Joe Blow if it wasn't for Mark. It was Mark was the one that pushed me to do videos and whatnot and inspired me to do videos. So thank you, Mark, for everything you've done for us. Um, and yes, uh, we can't wait to have you on from time to time. Um, uh, but also a big thanks to uh, Joe, obviously, for being by my side at Nerdcage Live Gaming, and also thank you to Nerdcage Nation for you know, not only subbing us up, watching our videos, but you know, some of you guys are there every day. Now that you guys show up to every fucking you know, live stream or Twitch stream, you comment on our, thank you to everybody. We see you, listen, we see you in Nerdcage Nation. Uh, Facebook, discussion, please join. We see you on Instagram. We see you on Twitter. Thank you very much, everybody, for your support. And I'm just going to say, uh, Joe and I have some special stuff planned. We have a big reveal coming shortly. Yeah. We promise you it won't be long. We are taking the highest, but we're going to have a big reveal soon. And we're going to have an epic giveaway. And things of Nerd Cage Live are going to change forever. All right? And you guys are going to love it. I promise. I can't tell you now, but you guys will know. You know, and just stay tuned. Uh, I'm going to Chicago. I'm leaving tomorrow. I'll be gone for two weeks or a week and a half. Yeah, week and a half. Um, but I'll I will definitely be posting stuff on Nerdcage Nation continuously. And me and Joe will still be gaming on Twitch while we're on hiatus on YouTube. So please stay tuned. The best is yet to come. Stick with us promise we can i wish i could tell you guys now but we want to make the announcement special so thank you everybody appreciate it you know keep the strength to keep knowledge going all right
1: get ready for nerd Cage 2.0 <laughs> yes.
0: it's just gonna be a soft rebranding we're still gonna do what we do but there but there's gonna be more and yeah it's gonna be a soft rebranding and we're gonna be we're gonna be doing a lot a lot a lot and yes, and I'll still be juggling Joe Blow and I'll be with Komi Dogu as well. Um, big thank you to Pretty Guardian, Tabunk, Kush for coming to our boys finale stream and also the other uh, spoiler discussions. it was been a blast. And pardon me, not only that I'm sad that there's no more boys, but I'm also sad that these discussion streams, we'll have, we'll have to find something else to discuss when yeah. we come back. Um, so that being said, um, oh, one last thing. I just want to plug please check out our latest video it's our last video till we make this rebrand the mount rushmore of action stars and of course uh pretty guardian was in this video as well uh but yes check it out we had a lot of great um appearances with a lot of great takes on our mount you know a lot of great picks for mount rushmore and a very 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 at least i thought it was funny skit in there um
3: it was so good. If, I love it. You you need to jump in there if for no other reason than to check out the skit. It's, it's towards it. the end. Ten out of <laughs> it's ten. It's two parter video. Enjoy.
1: Might so see more in the future because
3: Jay has a ton of B roll from that. So <laughs> yeah, I, yeah,
0: yeah. I'll post on the Nerdcage Nation discussion group. I'll post uh, our bloopers and stuff. I'll definitely post those. Um, so yes, yeah, please check out Mount Rushmore. If, you, if you've seen it, great. Uh, if you haven't, please check it out. And uh, please share it with everybody. Uh, get us to 100 views. I mean, better yet, get us to 1,000 views. But if you get us to 100 views, I'll be really, really happy. Yeah. 100 uh, views start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We appreciate it. Uh, again, a lot of hard work went into that video. And like I said, and please sub up everybody that was in that video. Please sub up these lovely people on screen. Because not only that they are fantastic content creators, they're also super awesome friends. And I'm the luckiest nerd on the internet to be working with them. That being said, we pre preeps ask you to like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell, and spread that shit one last time at like Compound V. So USA, from yours truly, Syracuse, New York, Portland, Oregon, New York City, Florida, to all of our friends and friends around the world at Nerd Cage Live, The Pretty Guardian, Tabmuck99, and The Hub. Enjoy life. Stay safe. Do your push-ups. Eat your vegetables. Fuck bots. Fuck math. Keep watching the boys. And of course, good night. And we'll have great stuff for you to announce soon. We promise.
3: Grab a
2: pizza, guys. Good
3: night. 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 Ooh, trying to get out of the nerd cage, are ya? Well,
1: before you go, Hit that subscribe button. And if you're really intrigued,
3: ring that bell!
4: Thank you for dropping by. Until
3: next time, tell everyone you know about Nerd Cage Live! <laughs> <laughs>